It's the worst thing I've ever done. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello. Kieran Vrabruge. Hello. And Jordan Garcia. Hola. Hola. How are we all? They're good. Rigid edge. Rigid yeah, not too bad. Kieran, nice to have you back. Jordan, also nice to have you back. Good to be back. Is it? No. Nah. I was just being nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's been going on? How's your couple couple weeks off away from us? Sad face. Ah, always, always a pleasure. <laughs> Good. You're too kind. Yeah. No, I miss. I, you? I miss. I miss my Tuesday nights. So. Uh it didn't necessarily feel like, uh, you know, I was away because I still heard everyone because I was editing the podcast regardless. I just uh, had something come up on the Tuesday night, so I had to uh, pull out. <laughs> My favorite uh, thing to do on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Alrighty. Well, should we get stuck into it? Actually... Kieran, I got a question for you. I, oh, I think I know the answer. Too early well, to I ask do questions. Know the yeah. I know. It's very, you know, we're going, mate, we're getting straight into it. So, Milo Kickhat, tell me your thoughts. Uh, it's okay. It, um, it, I mean, it pretty much just was exactly what I expected, which was Kit Kat with a bit of a Milo taste to it. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit softer than a standard Milo, which I don't mind. Mm. Uh, standard Milo, standard Kit Kat. Yes, yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it 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 works for the way I eat Kit Kat, which is just to fucking bite into the block. Oh, I think. Don't else. don't worry, I'll I'll censor that in post. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you could. <laughs> I still um, haven't found one. I've got to I've got to track this down because it it sounds. Mate, do you want me to send you one? Have, have a bunch across Hobart. No, we don't have Woolworths in Tassie. Just IGA. Oh, good luck. All, I, all IGAs. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't... I, thought it was, I was expecting a little bit more Milo taste. It wasn't quite as powerful as I wanted it to be. Mm. Like, yeah. Mate, you don't get in a Milo, then you'll be rocking. Okay, actually. Call me crazy. Yeah, okay. crazy. But Anna and I had a an argument. A tussle. No. Ooh, uh, a punch on this week, <laughs> a Donnybrook uh, in the uh, <laughs> in the kitchen. So she's been feeling sick, as I as I said last week, and uh, we made some hot chocolates, right? In fact, this might have even been before the last potty, so I should have asked it last week. But he's just been holding on to this for a week and a bit. It's true. <laughs> he's been telling me, he's like, man, I, I I know that you're editing the podcast right now, but I had this story to tell on the podcast. I just forgot. I was like, mate, you can just add it in, and then I'll I'll you know 
cut it so it sounds like everyone's reacting and then he told me to fuck nah, j- just directly <laughs> over someone else speaking at this point. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, just anyway. So, anyway, we go to make the hot chocolate. Well, that's his right? problem with and the argument with Anna. Just and, talking. <laughs> 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 and, um, so under this, in this situation, okay, sure. But normally, how would you make a hot chocolate? With chocolate. Fuck's sake. I know, I know I'm going to be in the minority for or this. Or a Milo here. I, 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 like, what's the process? Completely different from Boiling Milo. water. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Boil, boiling water, and then you finish her off with a splash of milk. All right. Kieran? Well, I don't, I don't drink Milo hot, so it's a bit... Okay, but hot chocolate or something. But hot chocolate would be, like, chocolate, like flakes like hot chocolate flakes and then boiling water and then milk like okay. i said jordan so i'm a bit weird but that's because I, I get obsessed with um the chocolate not mixing correctly not not with not with milo with milo you want the crunch at the top obviously yeah um but because i use a hot chocolate powder um i put it at the bottom and then i slowly pour in my water and milk as i mix it thoroughly that way, it just it mixes easily. That makes sense for powdered. Okay. See, I don't use like yep. I use like actual chocolate. Okay, so what I'm getting at is we're all on the same page here that you would use boiling water. Oh wait. no! Wait, wait, wait! No! Anna absolutely lambasted me across the kitchen for using even even suggesting the idea that we use boiling water. She was going to put milk in the microwave to froth yep. it up. Yep. Yep. No, I've had. I've and had I was like, arguments with, uh, with my mates. Same we're done. Thing before. Like, yeah. we're done. If you microwave milk, you are fucking dead to me. Like, that is fucked up shit. Like, <laughs> Do we need it's for a baby. Call unless, the police? unless it's for a baby. But I, I've worked with, with people who have microwaved or, like, so re microwaved coffees they've had, like, after like an hour. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, see, that, that's, that shit's fucked up. Anyway, in this situation, I was like, okay, cool. Why don't we just use the milk frother on the coffee machine? And it was fine, it was good. But normally with like, you know, you buy the tins of um, uh, drinking chocolate, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would just use, yeah, hot water, bit of milk. Bob's your uncle. She thought I was a fuckwit. Um, so. Joke's going to be on her when she listens to this episode of the I podcast know. and realizes that we're all. Hot She's waters. the fuckwit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Anna. Yeah. I didn't say that. No, you didn't. But um, yeah, I was like. Okay, good good call to use the frother on the uh, coffee machine. But I like I was just, she's like, you can have your bloody pleb hot water. I'm going hot milk. Wild. Anyway, uh, let us know how you drink your Milo's and hot chocolates. Uh, send it to hot drinks at wellplayed.com.au. Mate, we're making a new email for the website every week. Yeah, it's getting out of control. And in fact, it's not even our website because I always forget, always forget to put the hyphen in. So, <laughs> so, so just some random person just going, what the heck? Why are there these emails that are being sent to my domain, but there's no email? That's what they, that's what they get for stealing the non-hyphenated domain from us. That's it. I know. It's, it's bloody... Probably, probably do use. Uh, is it, isn't it like golf? Or something it is. It's a golf store. Version? Everyone send a photo of your pubes to hello at wellplayed.com.au with no hyphen. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Video games, eh? Let's talk about them. Kieran, what have you been there playing you the past couple of weeks? I know that you you snuck in for a little chat on Xenoblade. Um, yep. Last week. So thank mm-hmm. you for that. Uh, but what? Yeah. What else have you been playing apart from that behemoth? 
Uh, I haven't been... I'm playing one review game. I don't think I can talk about that yet. Uh, other than that, though, not much, really. Hmm. I've been burnt out after the big old Xenoblade. Um, not gonna lie, I know that feeling. I was feeling that way after Elden Ring. Yeah, I have I have jumped back into that a little bit just to clean up stuff I didn't do. Um, I've been playing a shitload of Marvel Snap on my phone though. Ah, uh, it's a bit of a banger, isn't it? It's fucking good. Yeah, it's it's addictive. I haven't played a mobile game in a long time, but I'm also a little yeah. bit addicted to that at the minute. Yeah. So that's me. Nice, nice. Jordan, what are you uh, what have you been up to? Uh, well, you know, I've been playing something for review. I uh, can't really talk have much you? about that either. Oh, you have to. Um, okay. I've been playing some more GTFO because that game's great. Uh, uh-huh. Unfortunately, oh, no. wouldn't know how you, it feels. I've been trying. But I felt so bad because like you messaged me and then I checked my phone and it was literally like ten minutes after me and my crew had gone in. I was like, oh no. It was really funny on on our end. Zach was like, "I'll see if I'll see if Jordan wants to play." Never mind, he's already playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because every every Saturday night, me and my boys go in. Um, but uh, the other thing I've been playing, I played a little bit of uh, Astroneer with some friends because they hopped on. Nice. I was like, eh, "It's a two gig download. Why not?" What is it? Sorry, um, Astroneer. Don't know what that is. It's a good it, bit of fun. It's just like an indie, like space game, uh, but I also started playing Dying Light Two. Okay. What made you do that? Uh, My Uh Oh boy, does that game have awful dialogue and awful voice acting? Yep. Uh, and it is still quite buggy to this day. My tutorial bugged. I was like, "Don't be a game breaking bug," because there is nothing I can do about that if it is. That's a rough way to start, isn't it? Just yeah, <laughs> you can't even get through the tutorial. You, you got to follow old mate Hacker or whatever his name is, and he does a jump, and then he just he hit the roof and then went into the building. And I was like, "Am I supposed to go in here? There's no opening." And my friend's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, most openings are like street level." I'm like, "Huh? Okay." And looking, there's nothing there. I'm like, what the crap? So I die, and it resets, and I go back, and he's not walking. He's just standing at the spot where you start, mm. and I'm like. Oh, come on. And then I die again. And then all of a sudden, he's at the safe point you're supposed to be to get to. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's that's not ideal. So, yeah, it's been uh, interesting. I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, it's definitely a very pretty game. Uh, the the way the, the light from the flashlight behaves annoys me a bit. But, you know, that's whatever. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, uh, nothing else, really. Nice. Adam, do I even want to know? I spent money on Fortnite, Zach. I spent money on Fortnite. <clears throat> Welcome to the club. Uh, wait, 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 Adam. Sake. Adam, if you want skins, just let me know because I get V bucks for free for being a Fortnite founder. Oh, for fuck's sake! This is this is information I needed <laughs> a few days ago. Uh, I bought two skins, Zach. I know I can see it in your eyes. You're disappointed in me. So, but... so question, Adam. Being the Star Trek fiends that you are... Get fucked for one. <laughs> are you going to try get the uh, Darth Vader skin at the end of the Battle Pass? <laughs> well, I when we started playing it again, I was like, I'm not buying the fucking Battle Pass. I'm not spending money on this game. I absolutely refuse. And that was to... So you spend money to then more or less get a progression system. So you actually add something to the game. Uh, and then two days later, I bought the Batman Who Laughs skin 
It was like, yeah, this is fucking cool, isn't it? And then they announced that John Cena was coming to the game and I needed his fucking skin as well, didn't I? So two skins in, the yeah, the game's got its hooks back in me. I'm still having the, the, a good time. Zach makes fun of me because he thinks I'm a child for playing it. But, you know, the, I, fuck him. I'm having you know, fun. The thing to be noted with the Battle Royale Battle Pass in Fortnite is um, it at least, if you pl- use it correctly, it at least recuperates its own cost. Yeah, it's actually, like, as far as those sort of systems go, it's pretty good. And you can choose mm. to, like, redeem what you're actually going to use instead of a lot of other battle passes just being like, here's a whole bunch of shit that you'll never use and one cool thing. So, yeah, yeah it's good that way. Um, Outside of Fortnite, though, I've played a bit of golf with your friends because there's a new course and that game's a good bit of janky fun. And I've been playing The Messenger, which is nice. on PlayStation Plus Essential. And that game kicks so Ass. good it is it's very fucking good. excellent would recommend everyone play it it's no troll and i but it's still pretty good uh, well, what is you know exactly mm. zach what have you been playing this week mate well before i go into that uh kieran i'm gonna assume you didn't listen to last week's episode of the podcast no nah. but uh our boy adam over here he um he played uh the artful escape played through ah. it. i did and i thoroughly loved it Game's excellent. I thought it was shit. I only gave it a 9 out of 10. I know. It's barely right? better than Outriders. I also, I'll have to send you a screenshot. <laughs> I'm, fuck off. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had what I was going to say in my mind already, and that almost just skated straight past me. Um, I'll have to, I said this to, to Zach last week. I'm pretty sure when, you know how you can customize your character yeah. a certain way through the game. I'm pretty sure I just made you. Oh, really? Like, like I was like, this guy looks dope. And then I started running around and I was like, fuck me, I'm Kieran. <laughs> so I'll send that's you That's what a, I say when I run around. Yeah. Not much for me this week. Only... Oh, sorry, nobody asked, but yeah, go I know. Well, actually, Adam did, so oh. take that. <laughs> uh, but no, nothing much. Only uh, just playing back through Broken Sword still. Playing through that, so... Good time. And again, I fucking forgot about the death fucking scenes. And I played like an hour of the game and died. Wait, is this the the same thing with the the hotel that you... Different, different scene, yeah. I didn't even... Well, I wasn't... Like, I was paying attention, but I was doing something else. So I was... I I played a a scene, right? And then... Mm. Spoilers, you know, game, yeah. It's from, uh, not even, you know. Is it from the 90s? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want any spoilers. I plan to play it in 20 years. Um, <laughs> anyway, like, the, yeah, so the, like, I did a, a bit and then I got up out of the hot, got up out of the, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I left the computer to went and get a drink or do something. I can't, I can't remember what I was doing. And I came back and I was dead. Mm, it's not what you want, is it? No, I thought I could just quickly duck out, but that scene, uh, yeah, like when you pop out of the mummy sarcophagus in the museum, um, yeah, you only have like a certain time. Um, That's a shitter. Anyway, but no, good time, having uh, good fun. Did want to play GTFO, but couldn't, uh, couldn't, couldn't buy a match. So yeah, it was rough. I, I will say. It Please is do. if 
you can actually do that game with less than four people. I'm sure you guys may see in the chat. I soloed a level. You might be able to, Jordan. We, on the other hand, cannot. Mm. I am not that great at the game. You just need to be a little more aware than if you were in four. Nah, I don't want to be aware. We're not aware. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> we're barely awake. Fair, fair, fair enough. Uh, all right. I don't think we got um, any reviews to talk about, do we? This week? Pretty old, no. quiet week. We're here for a short time, but a good time. That's it. Any? Let's quickly go through any shout outs. No, they're all. Uh, there's nothing. No one's done anything. A bunch of lazy. Let's just go straight to off topics. Then. Say, but uh, no. There's uh, cu- cu- uh, yeah, a couple of cool things we can mention. So Mark did an interview with Ben Esposito, which we may have mentioned before i can't recall but that review is now live on youtube and i, I don't think you mentioned it last week or uh, anything. I well i mentioned it now so it's live on youtube and um you can see it on the uh on the website just just, just google it mate just google it mate don't, don't forget there's also the uh resident evil vhs video hangout sessions podcast that adam nathan james wood shout outs to the big woody and i did uh, there's also a sneaky little feature that Wellplay got paid to write, and that was f- about DreamHack, DreamHack's uh, festival that's happening in September, if you want to know all about it. And, uh, you know, have your arm twisted into buying a ticket, go read that article on the website there. I think that's pretty much it for shout-outs, isn't it? Yeah, there's been, it's been a bit of quite well, it's, it's been a bit of a quiet year in, like, large patches of, of the year. I think we, we would all agree, like, too quiet. Yeah, we won't be saying that in October, though, will we? See, this is what I don't get. I do not understand why the games industry is like this. Why is there chunks of the year that's just fucking dead? And then every man and their dog want to release the same, like a game within like a six-week period. Christmas, because baby. It's be- yeah. it's also just because they want to compete with one another, when in reality they're not competing because their audience is completely different. But even still, like, you know, one of those big games, like... Saints Row has, you know, done it well. Like, that's launching alongside nobody or, you know, like, no other game. So that's like, true, yeah. So it's like, surely, I mean, to use just an example that I'm keen for, like, Evil West, you know, obviously the game's not ready, but, you know, like, something like that kind of thing, you know, that, that could hit uh, early August or late July and basically have the, have the, uh, have the field to itself. Anyway. Let's go. Let's talk about what we came for in August in Jords. Can we get a Can we get a zipper soundbite? Zip. Going into Jords. Zip. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Just a little. I didn't so, mean only, from you, but that works. It's only a little zipper. That's <laughs> it. That was good. Perfect. Um. Adam, what are you came for? Yes, I've got a couple games this month. Um, just a, a few little ones and then Saints Row at the end. But first one is Turbo Golf Racing, which is definitely just Rocket League, but golf. Um, I don't mean that. Like, that's reductive. I'm sure there's going to be more to it, but I don't mean that in a bad way. I think Rocket League Golf sounds excellent. So that'll be a good little party game. Uh, Rollerdrome, I think, looks fantastic. It's got a cool art style. It's a score attack game that kind of mashes together shooting and like Tony Hawk trick based skating. So 
I'll definitely be playing a whole lot of that and trying to get a good score, failing, and then being sad that my friends are better at it than I am. Uh, another golf game, because why not, is Cursed to Golf, which is a little pixel-style like puzzle game, which looks like something I'll probably pick up and put down at multiple times for the rest of the year. It doesn't look like something I'll probably stick with and smash out, but it'll be a good little one to dip into. Uh, the one I'm most excited for, though, is Midnight Fight Express, which looks fucking mint. It looks like uh, John Wick. It looks and hopefully feels like a, a John Wick-style game where you just kick the shit out of everyone, moving from one cool environment to another. So that is directly up my alley. Uh, and then, and yeah, at the end of the That's the one developer game, yeah? Like yeah, it's just one guy, doing. which is incredibly impressive because it looks very cool. Like, it's got a... A pretty cool art style and it seems to to run very smoothly and has a lot of cool little animations so yeah i'm very keen to have a look into that one uh, and then yeah saints row finishes off the month i've never been a massive saints row fan but the little bits and pieces that i've played over the years i've really enjoyed so i'm hoping that this like soft reboot is the one that sticks with me and maybe i'll actually give it more time of day but yeah it's a pretty busy month all in all there, there's a couple of little games that probably won't take all that long, but lots to look forward to. Nice. KV, what do you got for us? What are you keen on? Uh, well, I don't, after you got done fucking slacking off the month of August, there's heaps that I'm I'm keen for this month. Yeah. Um, hey. Yeah, you. Um, uh, what do we What do we got You're coming up it. first? Uh, two Point Campus, um, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, mm. I know that Nathan and I have both previewed it in the past and uh, enjoyed what we played, so definitely one to look forward to. Um, Call to the Lamb, which uh, if you haven't played the demo of that, I think they made it available on Steam again, the demo, so it's probably worth having a look into that and getting yourself keen. Uh, Rollerdrome, as Adam said, mix of Tony Hawk and shooting, like, why not? Um, there's a game coming out that like got announced a while ago and then kind of just like fell off the radar, but it's called, uh, RPG time, the legend of right. And it's like a hand drawn, like, like old school RPG, but you're going in and out of like, you know, like book environments and like real life environments and stuff. It looks really, really cool. Um, sword and fairy together forever, uh, which is like a Chinese developed action RPG in a series that's been going for quite a while, but they're just kind of like starting to make a, a push in the West now, and it looks like a lot of fun, so I'm keen to check that out. Um, Soul Hackers 2 for my Atlas RPG fix. Uh, Tinykin, which is like Pikmin, but like cool. Well, I guess like no, I like I like I like how brutal. Sorry, no, no, <laughs> I like Pikmin. I love I love Pikmin, but like this is like a little bit little bit different. Um, worth looking into, and then yeah, like. Saints Row, which I've played maybe like four hours of, I think, in a preview session not too long ago, and it was sick. So I'm very, very keen to see how that fleshes out into a full game. Fuck it. Anything um, coming in August that, you, that you're not keen on? Uh, yeah, whatever you're excited about. Saints Top Row. Um, nah, Pikmin? you're not. No, not Pikmin. What was it? Tinykin. <laughs> Tinykin. Um, yeah, nah, fuck whatever you're keen for. Everything else is good. Jordan, Jordan, what are you keen on? Uh, I mean, the whole list, really. Like K, like KV. Uh, 
But no, uh, Cult of Lamb, obviously. Yeah, that game looks pretty cool. Uh, Spider-Man on PC, so I don't have to play it on PlayStation. Uh, Dimesia looks interesting. Uh, from what I've heard from some people that have played the demo, it's a little... How you doing? But, you know, always keen for new developers I'm doing right. to try things. Uh, <laughs> so, Soul Hackers 2, of course, you know, like like KV, need my Atlas fix. Uh... And yeah, that's more or less it. Yeah, that, that's about it. Cool. What about you, Zach? What do you? What about for? me? Well, does anyone actually care? I literally asked. Nah. Oh, okay, I'm just. I just wanted KB to hurt me some more, so the makeup time is better. Uh, for me, probably Dumb. Lost in Play is um what I'm kind of keen on. It's a little adventure game uh, coming this month. Uh, there was a couple there. South of the Circle looks pretty cool. Um, the de- the devs have said it's kind of like like uh, Firewatch bit. Uh, then yeah, so Saints Row, uh, keen to check that out. There's Arcade Paradise. I thought I thought KV might be keen on this one. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah, oh, we can talk about that one later. Cool. Um, yeah, that that one looks pretty cool. And then probably, not much else in the middle of the month, but yeah, Mid- Midnight Fight Express, keen to see what that's about. And uh, the Ninja Turtles Cowbunker collection probably wraps it up for me, I think. Um, yeah, so there's a decent amount coming, but uh, yeah, I think that's it. That is all. Not as dry as you may be alluded to. I think you, you might have a decent month there. Look, probably nothing I'll actually play apart from Saints Row. Let's be honest. Yeah, look, fair enough. Uh, I think I think it might have been Neo Dash as well, which looks kind of cool. Was it this one? I'm trying to it just look kind of cool. Yeah, I think Neo Dash is the other one that I did see that, that, that looked pretty cool. Uh, Buddy wants me to give some shout out. So Buddy is keen on uh, Frogan. Frogan? Frogan? Frogun. Oh, I can say, yeah, that's really fun. The embargo for that's up tonight. I've been playing that as well. Nice. It's a like a uh, P- PS1 style like re- top down platformer, but your your gun is a frog. Nice. Uh, yep. I I could be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one, Cold of the Lamb, Roller Dome. Uh, sorry, Roller Dome. Midnight Fight Express, Curse to Golf, Pac Man World Repack. Oh, Pac Man One Manager World. 2022, uh, and that's. That's, uh, that's all he sent me. He said, make sure you mention these during Jorts. So shout outs to the big Budweiser. Does Buddy want to catch me outside with a uh, mug and some ice cream as well? Oh, he, uh, mate, he absolutely savaged you. Buddy, I'll fucking call you out right now, mate. If you want to have a crack at me with the, the ice cream mug situation, come down to Tassie. We'll, we'll sort this out. Tell you what, let's, uh, let's go on bed. Let's, let's have a tussle at PAX because he... Because they're both going to be there. I'll bring my teaspoon. I'll fuck him up. I don't think ice cream in a mug is anywhere near as bad as microwaving milk. But you know. No, microwaving milk is a, a whole new low. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Well, let's... Um, anything... Anyone wants to discuss any any issues you, you may have at the moment? Do we want to talk pricing again? Just... Or The Last of Us, just to see. I mean, I can bring up so pricing without it being. I can bring up pricing without it being The Last of Us. 
No, oh, that's good. Let's hear it. Let's hear. But you can't bring up The Last of Us without it being pricing. <laughs> Spider-Man Remastered on PC is a hundred and ten dollars. That is like thirty percent more expensive than the rest of their catalog, and their reasoning is it's based on the PS5 version, which is just a cop out. And I appreciate they put in work to, you know, make up more PC. You know, there's there's more like flexibility and stuff like that, but it is one of the more expensive games on the platform. When you think about, like, even if we went back to last year, your average uh, price for a game was, what, $99.95? It's still more expensive than that. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah, even the, yeah. even the PS5 version where you get both games is routinely, like, 60 bucks. That's that's the crazy part. This is just for Spider-Man 1. I, when I first saw the price, I thought it was, oh, it'd be a combo with uh, this and Miles Morales when that releases. So it's like, you're pre-ordering both in one bundle. No, it's just for this. I'm, are you serious? It's crazy. It Do makes me worried what's going to happen when they start porting more PS5 games to to the platform. Do you think it'll sell? Yeah, because it's Marvel. But it's $110, so... Yeah, but people buy $125 games anyway. So what you're saying is they're doing the right thing. Because they're going to make money. What I'm, say- what I'm saying is Sony are definitely cashing in on their prestige points now. So what you're saying is that it doesn't matter because it's Marvel. So that's all good. No, I'm not saying it's all good. I'm saying it will work. It's still a shit thing to do. Hmm. Hmm. Not, uh, not convinced, Your Honor, with that one. But no, I think $110 for that game is way, way too expensive. Yeah, it's a bit rough. But just, just to quickly bring up The Last of Us again. Mm. No, I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't for another week in a row. I can't do it. Just, do, you want me, do you want me to be on your side here, Adam? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into the news. Uh, oh, hound, 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 hound. That's actually a good one. Someone's whacked in the doco. I didn't really read the doco. So good one, whoever put this in. But probably the biggest news topic of the week, I guess, is the GTA 6 leak. Well, Rumors that have come out uh, from big old Schreiberg. No, not Schreiberg. Bloomberg, sorry. Schreiberg. Um, <laughs> he's I mean, he's just become the website. You're not wrong. Um, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. Um, I don't know why I thought his name was Schreiberg for a second. That's weird. Um, yeah, so he Schreiberg published a article. Was it last week? It might yeah, have been right Potty or something like that. Yeah. Only a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, so five days ago at the time of recording, but yeah, he published a, a report that um, revealed a few details about GTA 6. Obviously, these are not confirmed, but I think if uh, Jason Schreier reports it, it's it's pretty much as good as in most cases, in most cases. So, uh, but what do we think? So, basically, the, the news centers around um, the culture at Rockstar changing and... Mm. Um, the impact and the effect that's had on GTA six. But the other good, uh, the other major part of the article talks about uh, the actual game and it, that it will feature a female protagonist, uh, which is going to be a first for the series. Uh, and the female lead will be joined by, I'm assuming um, a male lead because it's going to be a Bonnie and Clyde style story. Uh, set in fictional Miami. So people are 
hoping it's going to be Vice City. Uh, but yeah, so what? Because I think most of you are probably bigger fans of GTA than what I am. I'm, I mean, I'm only still playing GTA Five now. So, what do you guys think about this? Uh, I'm down for a female protagonist. Yeah. I think it's it's kind of weird and telling that it's a a super big deal that GTA is getting a female protagonist. Like mm. in in other franchises, if it was you know, they're, they're going to have a female protagonist that's kind of bucking the trend. It wouldn't be as big a deal. Um, but for GTA, it seems to be monu- like a, a mon- monumental deal. But I think that's probably just because of the reach that the, the series has. Like everyone has played a GTA game. And according to sales figures, everyone's played GTA 5. Everyone's so, bought it, mate, twice. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, but no, like I'm... I'm cool with I'm cool with the the female protagonist. I'm cool with seeing Vice City again. I'm I'm keen to see what a a more modern take of Vice City will actually look like because a lot of the appeal of Vice City from GTA Vice City was that it was set kind of in what was it in the 70s or 80s? 80s. Yeah, yeah. in the 80s. So I'll be interested to see if it still has that same appeal in a modern setting, but yeah, I mean I'm interested. I think later in the report, they mention that it's going to release with a certain amount of content and then more content is going to be added to it, um, which has been kind of rumored for a while that it was going to take more of a live service route. Um, So I'm interested to see what that means. I'm not completely going to poo-poo it from from the outset because I can see that being a good thing like if that's if there's one thing you can say about gta 5 in a negative sense is that they focus really heavily on the the online side of things but the the single player didn't get an expansion like gta 4 did for instance so if that's a way for them to continue adding single player content i can see that being a good thing but yeah i can see why people would be dubious of of that sort of that just sort before of before kieran or, or jordan jump in but the i was going to leave that for next but the good thing about that is that in the report, it says that this is one way that Rockstar is dealing with like crunch or trying to yeah. mitigate crunch. So uh, limiting the scope, I guess, to a certain degree. And then once it's released, they can then focus on adding bits and pieces to it. Um, won't, won't won't push the devs to work as, as much overtime. And, and like based on the article, it says that Rockstar has turned, turned a new leaf in some regards, um, the, the actual, the article actually opens up and, um, and talks about a mode that GTA five online, I think was going to get, uh, called cops and crooks, uh, mm. which they actually shelved because of the George Floyd murder, uh, in 2020. So yeah, like, and apparently there's been no talks to bring it back. So yeah, but Kieran, like you, did you review GTA five? No, you didn't. I think mean, you know, you, you did red dead, but, yeah. um, what do you make of uh, these uh, this news? I mean, like, yeah, every, everything in that report sounds good. Like, it sounds like the 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 changes that they need to make needed to make on an internal level, and also the changes that the series needed to make to you know be more current and and appeal more to more people. Um, I like the idea of a Bonnie and Clyde style story. Uh, I think that fits the GTA 
sort of vibe quite well. It's always been like, you know, a little bit of like an underdog, like man against the world. Well, now it's, you know, woman and man against the world story. So like, I, I like that idea. Um, the, the, the whole thing of like it expanding over time was, I was a little bit worried about it first because the live service stuff doesn't interest me too much. Um, but at the same time, if as long as the narrative still has like an end point at launch and I can play through it, uh, and then, and then they add more stuff later that I can either play or, or just skip over. I'm, I'm pretty happy. Like there's other games, I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a good example. If that was shorter at launch and expanded over time, I'd probably have finished it at launch and not waited two years to get back into it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's hard to say because we don't really know how that's going to work, but it, it's definitely interesting. Um, and I really liked that they made a point that they're sort of updating their, I guess, humor rule book so mm. that they're not punching down on anyone which is a pretty big call to make to say that they're not going to punch down on anybody because that's like GTA's whole thing in a lot of ways. Are you worried that that'll have a negative impact on the experience? I don't think so. I think there's there's plenty you can do in that like satire of, I mean, because it, it's always had that edge of like, you know, being a mm. satire on on so many things. Like, you know, if if they turn that whole cops and robbers thing around and make it very, you know, like fuck the police and, you know, uh, anti-corruption, anti, like there's so much you can do that doesn't require you to portray stereotypes at the same time. Um, so I think, I think it, I think it works. And if it pisses off all of the, you know, super right wing fucking cry babies, even better. Uh, the other big thing, uh, well, there's actually, there's a couple things. So the report's a little bit, um, I don't say misleading, that, that's not the right, right word, but there's a couple different dates within the report. Um, it talks about industry analysts, which and they expect the game to launch between t- uh, Take-Two's fiscal year of uh, April 2023, uh, March 2024, which I think is an odd... That's like to me. That's a bit of an odd bit to include. Like, what's that based on? Um, I don't know. But because then he goes on to say that, but according to developers, that's probably unlikely. Um, it'll be. Uh, I I would suggest maybe they're taking that uh, that their like release window based off of previous development trends. Because if you look at the time between GTA Five and Red Dead, Red Dead Two, mm. it was like Red Dead was what twenty eighteen. Well, I think it says in the report that, that that they started this game like fucking ten years ago, maybe not ten years ago, but you know, like, like yeah, yeah, like after. But like what Red I'm saying is, like there finished. was there was a five there was a five year gap between GTA Five yeah. and Red Dead, so maybe they're just going. Maybe there's going to be like a five or a six year gap between Red Dead Two and GTA mm. Six. No, I think I did. I would just like to know what that uh, analysis is based on. Like, like you know, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah because. To, like, to me, that just reads that some dudes telling they just reckon that it's going to release at this period because that's their financial year. And I know I, I wouldn't have expected it to be that early in 2023 now, but I mean, maybe, but yeah. It sounds like it should be out in 2024, though, at some stage, based on that report. Um, that's how I interpreted that, but but yeah. Any uh, any other more thoughts on GTA, Jordan? Did you have any thoughts on the on the news? Yeah, so I was actually really happy to hear that they've addressed their whole working conditions issue. 
Um, I do recall when I think it was Dan Hauser. Uh, he left. When he left, yeah, like the conditions almost immediately improved, which says, speaks volumes about him as a person. But um, yeah, it. I, I feel there may be a, a big design shift in the game in terms of like how it plays and everything, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it, it could also just uh, become a point of, you know, it may not appeal to the same people that it once did, which once again is perfectly okay. Uh, an example of that is Destiny 2. I cannot really grab Destiny 2 that much anymore, but Bungie has addressed their workplace issues so much that I don't care. I would rather me not be able to focus on the game anymore because I don't enjoy it, but the developers' lives are better because of it. I think um, Saints Row is an, like another good example. I think, um, sort of like, like they've completely changed. Obviously, uh, the style of game that's mm. that's coming out, and you know, uh, I mean, Kieran's played it, so you would probably be best, uh, you know, best but to, I, to speak on it. But yeah, I also think in terms of their writing, how Kieran addressed, you know. Uh, they're not going to really be punching down. It it really has me interested to see them take a more nuanced approach to their writing because I know a lot of people praise GTA V, but I don't actually think its writing is that great because it's not very nuanced. It's quite one note and it's more or less the same joke over the course of, what, 40 hours? Yeah. Um, uh, and it, it, it's weird in it, when you compare it to something like GTA Four, which has its own problems of its own, but... When you look at how they portray its core character, uh, I think it was Nico mm. was his name. Um, he was much more nuanced of a character, and they they extrapolate on his experience through uh, his upbringing and stuff like that, and just how how it would normally function in a society like that uh, more than they ever did in GTA Five. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. We'll uh, wait and see. Um when we hear, hear more, I guess, uh, about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, if that report's correct, I guess we should start hearing some stuff hopefully next year. I do hope that uh, if they do online stuff, they fix their back end because I learned that GTA Five doesn't mask your IPs, which every game masks your IPs. GTA Five doesn't, which is very, very bad. Like, people can do immense amounts of damage with that information and all they need to do is just have a, a network monitoring application that's it so you're saying it yeah, was that's it, it was a pointless exercise me putting my ip in my username on gta online <laughs> like i didn't need, I yeah, didn't need to yeah. do that <laughs> no you didn't need to at all all right all right let's go through the news um yeah right <laughs> it gets to the first bit of news and goes eh. yeah right <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to look for some headlines we can uh, go through. All right, a couple of quick ones. Uh, Goat Simulator 3 is releasing on November 17. Uh, it's getting a collector's edition as well. Uh, that news is on the website if you want to go read that. Does anyone, anyone want to talk about this? Goats. No. Snooze, you lose. Uh, Warhammer 40K Dark Tide has been delayed until November 30. This uh, makes me sad. And when was it? So when was it meant to be launching? Was it September? Uh, September, like September thirteenth. Yeah, something. so it's been pushed two months. 
Uh, did they say I actually didn't? I saw the uh, they they wanted they basically wanted to focus a little more on optimization and making sure the game systems run as smoothly as possible. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Out of Wilds is getting a free upgrade for PS5 and Xbox Series X and S on September fifteen. Uh, what remains of you? Finch also got one. What's that? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that, that's out now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and with Outer Wilds, they address that they are still working on their Switch port, and they'll have something to say about it soon. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, where are we? Uh, the next Destiny season launches on August twenty three, which is um, any other changes in here? Ah, uh, yeah. So they're bringing skill based matchmaking back to PvP. Um, but you know, the Destiny communities are pretty divided about that. Some people are happy about it; other people are mad. Uh, I don't care because I think PvP sucks anyway. Uh, but they're also bringing back uh, an old raid, and people are hoping it's King's Fall. Uh, I personally hope it's a Seaver-themed uh, season, so we get Wrath of the Machine. But either way, a new raid is a new raid. So Why would it. people be upset about the multiplayer? Wouldn't people want so, playing against better so players? There are two sides of the argument, so... There's always the people that go, it's quick play, so you're trying to have, like, you know, just a casual time, so why would you put skill-based matchmaking? But at the same time, those people that say that are also the people that are, like, at the top 10% of players, and they just want to go in and ruin other people's experiences by absolutely dunking on them because they've gotten a 30-kill streak while uh, fighting a bunch of people that have had their very first game of Destiny five minutes ago. So Solid. Uh, I'm ultimately all for skill-based matchmaking because it makes the the uh, it more evens the playing field for everyone across the board rather than you joining a game and the game's already decided because you're up against six people that spend their entire life playing PvP. Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> from experience, not, I mean, not with Destiny 2, but games like that where you play, you know, you just go in just to see what it's all about and you get absolutely spanked, um, yeah. you know, and then you quickly go to the home, the home screen Right button, uninstall, catch you later. Um, yeah. Good call, I say. Good call, Bungie. Absolutely. Uh, Frogwares has announced that they are remaking Sherlock Holmes' The Awakening and there will be a Kickstarter campaign for this. So this is the remake of the 2006 game of the same name. Um, they have announced that they will be tinkering with the story a little bit uh, and... The assets that uh, in this game uh, they're going to be from uh, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. So, uh, sorry, in uh, like the the look of Sherlock and all that sort of stuff. So he'll so it sort of ties into into that. And I think they've they've tinkered with the story so that it's um, it's Sherlock's and Watson's actual first main case together. So uh, this is this is sort of the start of their their bond. Uh, but they also talk about why they chose Kickstarter because obviously it's probably a little bit odd for a company like Frogwares to maybe do a Kickstarter given, you know, they're a pretty big double A studio or, you know, or they're, you know, they're a double A team. So, uh, and they've, a couple of years ago, they announced that they were like self-publishing and, and all this sort of stuff. So, um, but they're also Ukrainian. Uh, and we all know uh, what's been going uh, going on over there, and that's obviously had an impact. And um, 
on their lives, you know, on their day-to-day lives, but they're also their ability to fund projects. So yeah, they're just essentially shoring up some some pre-orders through Kickstarter kind of thing um, to help them get a little bit more money to make this project. Uh, Kickstarter's not live yet, but uh, yeah, it'll um, yeah, it should be live soon. I think I, I don't really, don't really we don't really have a date for it just yet. But I'm keen. It's uh, if you've not played or, or even heard of this game before, yeah. So it's like Sherlock, and they investigate. Uh, I think it's like a like a missing person, and then they get entangled with a with a cult that you know that worships, and it's it's trying to bring back Cthulhu. So you know that always leads to a a good time. Should we get uh, Dylan to spell Cthulhu? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, uh, he struggled with that, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> so the PS5 is getting an update, um, like a system update later, later in the year that will bring 1440p resolution and also what they're calling game list, which is basically folders. Folders, baby. The software. Uh, who uses folders? Me. I'm going to assume Kieran does, yeah. Because I have what? I don't have enough fucking space on my hard drive to have need folders. I can fit about four games. But on I'm it. pretty sure I, I maybe I might, I might be just completely making this up. But when I was looking at the post, it looks like you can organize your actual library into lists, not just what's oh, installed. Get fucked. Well, yes. Then. So, uh, so it's almost like categorization. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's my like what three and a half thousand fucking PlayStation titles that I can now properly yeah, arrange. So. I'll, qu- I'll quickly read it, but um, so it's in beta now. So whoever's got access to the beta uh, firmware updates, um, they'll, they'll probably have ac- access now. Uh, 1440p is pretty pretty straightforward. Your monitor or TV, whatever, has to support it. But talking about game lists, it says that in your game library, you can now create game lists, which make organizing your games even easier. Uh, to start, go to your collection tabs like so as like create game list, choose games to add to your game list, then decide what, what to name it. You can have up to 15 game lists and a hundred games per game list. All games under the your collection tab of the game of your game library can be added to a game list, including disc, digital and streaming titles. You can also, <coughs> sorry, you can also add multiple games. Sorry. You can also add the same game to multiple game lists. So that's pretty cool. I See guess that, that's a good time. I, I, I thought it was literally just for your, they don't call it the cross media bar anymore, but just like the, the main menu. But the fact that you can do it with your library, oof, tasty that is. Yeah. The library is cool. I've never been a fan of folders personally. Um, I feel mainly because I just play what's, you know, if it's not in the first three or four games on my screen, I, I don't really play it. So I've never really needed it, but having it in that game library part. Yeah. that That's going to be I'd- I think the only time I used folders back in the PS4 was to distinguish between a game that ran off of a disc and a game that was digital. That was it. Hmm. Mm. That's a good shout. So I just got that knowledge all all up in here, mate. Um, Is that that because you play one game a year or? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, cool. So, uh, sorry, probably... uh, more more the other big news of the week uh, is that the star wars sorry star wars knights of the old republic remake has been indefinitely delayed um which i forgot to see was even a thing adam were you sad i was sad but you saying that you forgot that it was a thing 
kind of speaks volumes because because they've shown so little mm. i'm not really mm. distraught about this like i knew it was probably a ways off anyway obviously this means it is a ways off um but yeah if they had shown uh like a more in-depth cinematic or a bit of gameplay and then it was indefinitely delayed then i'd be a bit more cut yeah. up about it but the fact they only showed a teeny little teaser well yeah uh, they, they then, only they only just finished making their fpp or vertical slice yeah, right so, before the whole cancellation happened yeah i want to quickly talk, talk about that because this report's actually pretty wild um it's by our good mate schreiberg again over at um, I, can't, I can't think of another thing for Bloomberg, but I'll make sure I, uh, Bloomberg. But um, so this game was being made by Aspire Media, which again, like forgot this was a thing. But when I read it again, I was like, uh, just like the first time I saw it, I was like, why the fuck are they making a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake? Like what a bizarre choice. Um, but they've also fired people who were working on this, on this project. They've fired the game's art director and the design director. Um, so Schreier states that the remake has been in development for three years and that they'd only done a vertical slice, which the devs or the dev team were pretty keen with or pretty happy with. But apparently um, the powers that be did not rate it. Um, and the game was meant to come out, was it like last, was it this year or last year? It was this year, right? Initially, yeah, I think it was meant to be this year. Initially they were aiming for this year. But apparently, it's like twenty. Like the uh, devs were saying, twenty twenty five was more a more realistic date, and that to me is just insane. Like that tells yeah. you how far behind they were, or what have they been doing for the past three years if they've only just got a vertical slice and it's a remake, so it's not like they're they're making something new. Yeah, it's it's definitely not a good look, and I I would assume that we'll probably be there'll be radio silence about this for quite a while before we get any sort of inkling as to when it's going to pop back up, which is a shame, but you know, what can you do? I guess Aspire. I mean, what have they done recently outside of porting a lot of the, the old star Wars games? I can't even think. I think Zach, they, I they did the like Mac and Linux I'm version pretty of sure Civ 6. They had fingers in the old layers of fear pie, but correct me if I'm wrong. Is that true? Karen? Uh, I That would be a first for me to hear that, so I don't know. Here we go. Aspire Media have announced a Layers of Fear and a Sober Observer bundle. Yeah, they published Layers of Fear, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So not like development. Ah, okay. No, sorry. Yes, right. that, like they didn't. Um, but that just kind of tells you like the kind of quality that they're, you know. Cop they're, that. They're known for, so... All right, uh, it's been nice. See you later. See you next <laughs> week, maybe. Uh, um, any other thoughts on this one? Anybody got any thoughts on Star Wars? No, it makes me fucking sad, but I mean, at, like I said, I my, the, the hype train hadn't really left the station because they only just kind of teased it. So Who even owns the... Is it EA? Do EA own the rights to this? No, 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 no. So it, this would have been the first game released outside of the EA licensing yeah. agreement, um, which is part of why it was such a big deal because the first Star Wars game to be made that not by EA is internally a flop before it even releases. Uh, but All right, well, if you're George Lucas and you get to choose who makes this remake 
Adam Mate, Ryan. George Lucas is busy trying to remaster George the original trilogy George again Jetson and add more things. The, who's the main guy? Yeah. George Jetson. George Lucas hasn't yeah. hasn't owned Star George Wars for about <laughs> eight years, but you know, whatever. George Jetson's a fucking George lame. Jetson only just yeah. got born like a couple of days ago. I know. That's <laughs> yeah. why. I, that's why. That's why I thought. That, of that, that's why they've. Uh, They've indefinitely uh, paused the development of this game so they can hand over the rights to George Jetson. Who the when he's fuck is the main guy from Star Wars? George Jetson. George Lucas. You you got it right. No, yeah, he was the, the main was... character. What's his name? Oh, Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill. Lucas. Anyway, if you if you could um, choose who would develop this, uh, Adam, who are you choosing? I've actually already done an article of five you have. different developers I know you have. that have. But the, um, the internet didn't really ag- agree with you. No, the internet told me to get fucked. Uh, I think Creative Assembly, who did Alien Isolation, who have now moved on to do like a fast-paced shooter. So it definitely shows that they have a bit more range than just doing first-person horror games. Um, but yeah, they adapted an, like a, an older sci-fi series and made you feel like you were living in that or that you mm. were in that world. Uh, and that's kind of what I want from a Star Wars RPG. So creative assembly is my answer. Or Kojima, which I put at the end of that article, which really pissed a lot of people off. Good old Kojimbo. Mm. Okay. Um, the Yakuza series is being added to PlayStation Plus Extra later this uh, month year. Uh Month slash year. So it's starting in August and then the rest of the games. Right. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'll read the PlayStation blog, which says uh, eight Yakuza games coming to PlayStation Plus in 2022, starting next month. Uh, Yeah. So some games are coming this month and the rest are coming later in the year. So I'm going to actually play these games now that they're coming to PlayStation Plus. Where the fuck do I start? Do I start with Yakuza Zero? Yep. Just do it. I still have that installed on my PS4. Yakuza 0 is phenomenal. Yeah. It's a great way to start. I'm st- and chronologically, it makes awesome. sense. Cool. I'll start there. Um, Thanks, lads. But they're the ones that are but- coming first, are they? No. So Yakuza Like a Dragon joins uh, PS Plus this month. Mm. In, in That'll that'll in be up today. As, as uh, does Zero and, and the two uh, Kawami And games. then Primo and extra members can get, get around uh, Yakuza 0, Kawami, um, and Kawami 2 as part of the... Catalog and I, the rest. I love that the first one is Kawami and the second <laughs> one's Kawami. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see, see if Kieran, Kieran bit. Just watch my blood boil me, in real time. <laughs> gave, gave me nothing. Uh, and then the rest are coming out later in the year. You can go read all so the info on the website. For you, Adam, just note, I have heard that Yakuza, I think it's Yakuza 3 is the hardest one to play. Just because it's the most dated and the writing isn't as strong. Yeah, because that's the because Kawami and Kawami two are one and two, but they got remade. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and then Kawami. three is the one that there's, hasn't. There's been like, sorry, Kawami. There's like a weird dip in the middle with three, four, and five because they're all from the PS3 and none of them got remade. I mean, I'm okay with that. I don't mind playing older games and just dealing with the the gameplay and and the the graphics. That's why I could comfortably go back to the last. Yeah, of this. I was <laughs> waiting for like a fucking big boy. But four is really good. The question is. The question is, Adam, would you pay $135 for Yakuza no, 3? I'll, 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 I'll probably just pay $9 like a sane person. Well, see, the yeah. Yakuza remakes, Kiwami and Kiwami, 
uh, <laughs> they were like they were like eighty bucks a piece, and they were full on top down remakes of the originals with new visuals and story and gameplay and everything. So, well, that makes sense. If they can do it. it uh, what's Naughty Dog doing? <laughs> Love it. Got to get it in at least just once. One, just one quick days. one. Until it comes mm. out, and then it'll be every day. Um, all right, so uh, Apex Legends Season 14, details have been announced. Adam, you want to take over? Uh, yes. The one person I haven't right. even seen Listen Seasons 1 through 13. <laughs> Mate, you got some catching up to do. Uh, but yes, Season 14 is updating the progression system, which I think is probably the biggest thing for long-time players. Um, so prior to, well, before this comes out, the level cap is 500, uh, but they're actually introducing like a, a prestige system where you can go through that three extra times. So realistically, the level cap will be 2000. So players that have already hit level cap will have the ability to get another 345 Apex packs and they'll be guaranteed an heirloom. So for people who have been playing the game for fucking forever since 2019, that's a yeah. really big deal. Um, yeah, me. I think I'm level like 120. Uh, outside of that, there's map changes. So Kings Canyon is getting uh, a rework. So there's new POIs uh, and they've kind of reworked the the different routing so people can get around the map a little bit differently and it won't be as congested. Uh, and the, then the loot pool has been moved around a bit. So there's uh, a new hop up. They've moved a few uh, items in and out of the the care chests and things like that. Uh, but yeah, those are the kind of the standout things that we can talk about at the moment. And then they'll be a little bit more about the legend, which is vantage in probably the coming days, I'd say in the lead up to the launch. Hot. And then I think the last bit of news we got this week is that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Wave 2 releases August 4. So yeah, boy. Be out, be out, yeah, <clears throat> sorry, God, that will be out when this podcast drops, I think. Yes. We're getting a brand new track yeah. as well. So and it looks someone's really going to have to good. take lead on this because I have no idea what this is. Well, this is like the second wave of um, the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, <laughs> Pass, <laughs> if, uh, if that helps you out. Um, Thanks, out of, what is it, eight waves that they're going to be doing? Uh, four? Or is it four? I thought there were only four. Four waves, but eight tracks per, per, per wave. Yeah, 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 sorry. That's it. Um, so yeah, eight new tracks, seven of which are remakes of tracks from previous games, uh, including Sydney Sprint from the mobile game Mario Kart Tour, which is cool. So we got a Sydney course uh, officially in Mario Kart Deluxe 8. Uh, which, why? Why? Who wants to go to Sydney? Well, this is like the most affordable way you'll get around Sydney ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's also Waluigi Pinball from Mario Kart DS, which oh, is a f- phenomenal track. Waluigi Pinball kicks ass. So that's such a good that's track. That's great news. Um, and then, yes, yeah, Sky High Sunday uh, is is brand new and looks really cool. Hot. Nice one. All right, cool. Um, that's all for the news. So let's go to off topics. Really Can we get a zipper sound for off topics, please? Zach? <laughs> <laughs> now, now I have two to choose from for the new censorship sound. Um, <clears throat> I like right, cool. so, <laughs> Now I have yeah. three. No, that's, that's not that's <laughs> even worse. There you go. Uh, all right. 
Who wants to start us off with off topics? What's people? What's what's people? What's people? Uh, what, ha- what is people? <laughs> what is people? <laughs> what <are laughs> people? Here, here on today's episode of the Worldplay DLC podcast, we explore the concept of people. What's people? What's people? What, uh, what have people been? What have people been viewing with their eyeballs? Oh. Yeah, busy, busy week, Fucking clearly. Key and I watched Mulan last night. That's not not for the first time. Like that the cartoon? Fucking great. Yes, like the cartoon. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Mulan Rouge. Wait. Mulan, there, Mulan no, Rouge? No, you're thinking of Mulan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there... Is there no, sorry. Is there a live-action Mulan? There is. But it's not Mulan. Oh, yeah. Mulan Rouge. No, yeah, but when I thought, oh, no, it's a live-action, I thought, oh, no, that's not... Oh, Mulan fuck. I'd love, I'd love if... You thought Moulin Rouge was just a live action retelling of Moulin no, no, I thought Baz, Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge. <laughs> I couldn't recall if there was a live action Moulin and whether I was just thinking of Moulin Rouge. Anyway, no, nah, no, no, no. There is a live action, but no, we watched the the animated one. Didn't it? Did it flop? Not the animated one. No, 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 no the live no, action no. one I think did. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that did very well. Yeah, it wasn't very yeah. good. It's probably because it didn't have "I'll Make a Man Out of You," which is the fucking best Disney song of all time. Or, or Nicole Kidman. Or Nicole. Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Very nice. So, what? What? Um, you say it's not for the first time. So, what made you choose that one? Like again? It felt like it. Because I went to put on a different film that was like a bit over two hours long. Was it Moulin Rouge? And Key was sitting. <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, and Key was sitting next to me. Looked at the time and let out a big sigh. And I was like, oh, "Okay, cool. I'll just put something short on." And that was the first thing that popped up in Disney Plus. So very little thought went into it, but fuck, I had a good time because Moulin kicks. They could have gone Treasure Planet, mate. Surely. Uh, we only watched Treasure Planet like a month and a bit ago. That oh, movie is fucking so excellent. good. Here we go. Well, how come you... You've, Fresh uh, Planet's great. Why have you never told me this? You probably didn't want Atlantis to. Atlantis is also fucking yeah. excellent too. Fresh Planet fucking vein. rocks. Uh, yeah. I want another one. Mm. Makes me sad. Uh, anyway. Um, cool. Is that about it for you this week? Pretty much, man. That's... Yeah, it's been a, a fairly quiet week, this one. But mm. that's okay. Okay, V, what have you been uh, watching? Uh, nothing of, oh, no, actually, uh, I've started watching, uh, the rehearsal, the new Nathan Fielder series. I don't know if anyone's seen Nathan for you. Um, ah, cool. Everyone should watch Nathan for you. It's a comedy. It's an old comedy central series, um, where, uh, Nathan Fielder, he goes to like struggling businesses and pitches them like the most ridiculous ideas to help their business. Like shit you just, you wouldn't do, um, but convinces them to actually let him do it. And it's all like, it's all real. And just like the, I guess the comedy is just seeing like the lengths that people will go to, to just do the most insane, insane shit that he's telling them because it's for TV and it's for their business. Like the very, very first episode, it's like a struggling, like frozen yogurt place. And he's like, you need to make a poo flavor. And they literally go out and make a poo flavor. <laughs> oh, and so they made Blue Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is fucked up. Yeah, but like, but like, but like, some of them, some of them are like genuinely like, like weirdly good ideas that you just wouldn't just shit you wouldn't do. Um, so that that's like his old series, but this new one, the rehearsal, he takes like ordinary people 
who are about to go into it, like a, an awkward situation or like a, a difficult situation. And he like act, makes them act it out. And he like literally rebuilds like the first, the first episode is a guy who's about to tell like one of his best friends that he's been lying to her about having his master's degree. It's like a really mundane thing. Um, cause he, she thinks that he has his master's degree and he's just been like for years, just hasn't told her. So Nathan, like basically is like, all right, we're going to go to this bar and this is where I'm going to do it. So he recreates the bar, like inch for inch, like the decor, the, like all the furniture, everything is exactly identical. And then fills it with actors acting as the people in the bar and makes this guy rehearse the conversation over and over and over um until like he's confident to do it and then he goes out and does it in real life so that's like the uh, the premise of the series essentially he's just like people just putting people in like exact replicas of the situation they're going to be in and making them rehearse it um yeah right but he's kind of love that yeah but it's it's like it's way better than i explained it just then um like the the, the first time he goes to meet the guy he like reveals to him that he's already sent people in under disguise as like gas safety inspectors and recreated a model of his house to re- rehearse the conversation of him going to the guy's house to explain the rehearsal oh, that Jesus. they're going to do. <laughs> oh my so God. it's like, yeah, it's good. It's worth a watch. Nice. And um, what's that on? It is on, I, f- I feel like the, the, his other series is on prime. I think this one's on binge. I could be wrong about that, but it's definitely on like a different service. Cool. Um, Anna's been away uh, this week, so yeah, because you guys fought. Past few, yeah. So she's not she went out for smoke. She couldn't handle that. They use uh, hot water in my hot drink, so she's <laughs> gone to stay with her parents. Uh, no, she, her parents have got away, so she's looking after their dogs for a couple of weeks. So I'm a, I'm a free man. Uh, but we did finish watching Slow Horses, which was really, really, really good. I do recommend that. But now that uh, Anna's out of the picture for a couple of weeks, um, I should get to choose and watch, you know, what I watch, uh, what I watch, what I want. No, uh, it's fucking straight sharks, isn't it? Oh, fucking <laughs> oath. No, um, I actually started watching Nightfall, which I did start watching a couple of years ago. I actually bought the DVD, uh, but I never, again, like Anna didn't really love it, so we never really... And because I don't have any really spare time to kind of watch shows. But, yeah, I, I started watching that, enjoying that. So that's, um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's been me. Slow Horses, very good. And uh, Nightfall. Uh, nice. And I've been reading, reading a, I've been reading more of uh, Midnight in Chernobyl, the book, which is actually really, really good. I, I do miss reading, reading books. Jordan, you watched anything? Nice. Um, <laughs> all right. So, da, 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 90s film of the week. Uh, Is that going to be the intro for each week now? Do oh, we just clip that fucking, in every time? I fucking love it. Maybe That's I should. Maybe I should make like a proper one. Uh, anyway, so this 90s film of the week is Ronan. Has anyone seen the film Ronan? Does anyone know the film I'm talking about? I've heard about it just now. Hmm. Um, it is. Yes, I have seen this one. It's got big boy Robert De Niro. It's got uh, Jean Reno, uh, Natasha McElhone, uh old Run Stellan Skarsgård, good old Sean Bean's in it and some others. Uh, this came out in 1998. Uh, I'll read you the synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes here, but Deidre 
who's Natasha, uh, puts together a team of experts that she tasked with stealing a valuable briefcase, the contents of which are a mystery. The international team includes uh, RDN uh, and an intelligence officer who's big old genie, uh, some others. Uh, as their operation gets underway, several team members are found to be untrustworthy and everyone must complete their, the mission with a watchful eye on everybody else. It is on Prime, I think I read just before. Uh sits at a ninety a nice sixty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a score of eighty percent for audience. Uh but yeah, it's on Prime and you can rent it from a- Apple TV for two bucks. Whether that's US pricing, I'm not too sure. So it ran about four or five dollars, I guess. But no, it's cool. Good film. That's not bad. From from what I remember, I only vaguely remember it. I've definitely seen it, but it it stuck out enough for me to remember that I've seen it. So that's that's saying something. That's probably more than some of your other picks. But no, I remember it better. Have you ever even watched any, any of them? So you, you, you can't comment until you watch them. Uh, you absolutely can. It just shouldn't. Some of, some of your picks have been interesting. One of them you could watch on YouTube for free. So I think that probably <laughs> speaks to its quality a little bit. Which one was that? Was that Deep Rising? I, I think it was deep. Fuck rising, no, yeah. What a film! I actually okay. <laughs> here's a little secret. I can't remember if, if, if I've if this is a repeat of when we had this discussion about deep rising. Um, I'm sorry, but I for ages um I had a drafted article that was like films that I want to see into games or films that I think would make good game premises. Right, deep rising was on that list, baby. Ooh, look out! When are you gonna hit publish on that bad boy? Uh, I actually deleted it right the now. Ah, uh, rough. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty old. Uh, there's actually another '90s film of the week on there, so um, we'll talk about that. Maybe, maybe next week we'll talk about that one. Ooh, you little tease. You know what game? You know movie I want to see? You know movie I want to see as a game? Please tell. Two Girls One Cup. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no, Milan Rouge. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> it'd be like a dynasty. What? It'd be like a dynasty warriors musical. <laughs> Fuck, that is excellent. <laughs> that is not that is not the the genre I was expecting. That should be. But I'm glad do, it's the one I got. We should do more of that, like more of those just little tight little episodes where we get given like take a movie, like a movie, and turn it into a game. And Isn't that like literally like the first concept we ever came up with for this podcast was like we're gonna do so. like these little games where people yep. invent games. Yeah, and then and we just never did it. We never did it. Um, so we should do it. Twenty twenty three. New year, new podcast. Oh, not, not, not right uh, away, like in, in six months' time. It's good. You know, we need some planning first. So, All right. I think that's uh, that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Um, mm. Anyone got any final thoughts or final opinions? Anything that they want to get off their chest? Uh, I'm going to Gamescom at the end of the month. BT Dubs. Hell yeah. Hey, look out. So, I'm very, I'm not very, going to Gamescom. Very I'll, jealous. I'll be disappearing again for a little bit. Very very jealous. No, I'm sure you'll have a. It'll be wicked fun. Are uh, you going to come back speaking German? Yeah, probably. I mean, I already speak Dutch. It's not that far off. If there's a, uh, if there's one uh, one festival, not one festival, one festival expo that I would uh, love to go to, it'd be Gamescom. I'd, I would definitely choose game, game, that, Gamescom over E3. I oh, think. yeah. But uh, yeah. like I told you, that just because just it's in Germany. Right. Um, 
Yeah, see, that's, I would I would pick Tokyo Game Show, I think, as my one, yeah. if I had one. Yeah, no, yeah, same. yeah. So, same reasons. I'd, I'd probably do TGS or GDC. Mm, okay. Adam, what's yours? The Launceston Show? Star Wars <laughs> Con. Campbelltown Show, mate. It's just up the road from Ross. Less travel. It's a camel town. Yeah, so, what's your... Hey. What did you say? Do you have houses uh, now? No, I said, what? I said... Yeah, t- you said <laughs> Campbelltown. Um, oh. But what uh, what's your pick of the expos? If you could have a, you could write your own ticket. Where are you going? No, I'm probably with you. I think Gamescom is probably top of the list. I think it'd be a cracker. And plus, yeah, then you're already in Germany and you can do other cool shit. Like what? Go and eat a whole bunch of different meats. If you say sauerkraut, I will fucking end your life. I've got, um, I bought sauerkraut. I've got sauerkraut, yeah, sauerkraut in my, sauerkraut. my fridge. Sauerkraut I made a Reuben. fucking sucks. I made a, a Reuben sandwich and it was Yuck. fucking delicious. I hate sauerkraut. I hate the Germans nah. for that. My name, my name is sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing the Germans have ever done. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode <laughs> of the Well Play DLC podcast. If you check out all the content, go to www well-play.com.au don't forget to email um, pubes at wellplay.com.au send us your hot drinks and have a good weekend bye bye <laughs>